Hi everyone, this is Val Sopi. And this is Bootstrapping SaaS. In this podcast, I share my journey to 10K in recurring revenue with ClaryTask.com. I've been feeling like I want things to happen overnight. Um, I want new clients to come in in June. I want uh, 50 of them to come in. Um, this is the honest truth. I am tired of things being so slow. And uh, I've been adding about uh, one client per month. And at this rate, uh, will be uh, 10 at the end of the year, which is not enough to sustain, even though I'm running solo. So I want to generate more leads. I want to get more clients through the door at least five, 10 a month so I can reach my goal and get to the uh, promise of this podcast of having $10,000 on recurring revenue. In all honesty, I haven't been doing that much. Um, Looking at my uh, past few weeks, I haven't been doing much to actually reach uh, the clients that I am, uh, I want to serve. I've been doing a lot of um, uh, sort of personal branding, which I don't think is completely un- uh, completely intentional. There is some purpose to it. Um, I like sharing what I'm working on. I like being in touch with people I know, following them, seeing what they do. But I'm not on LinkedIn, which I should be more, where my potential clients are, where the best visits come from. I'm not more on Medium, where I should be doing more. Even though I'm more on Medium than on LinkedIn, I'm not enough on Quora. I'm not sending enough emails to prospective clients. I'm not doing all that. And here I am saying that I'm really bored that things are not going as fast as I want. So I want to get on sending more emails and being more on LinkedIn, being more on Medium. And yes, I like this part of podcasting and and sharing every bit of my journey, but Without the other part, this one cannot exist. Without the part of me reaching to the potential clients and converting them to paid users, then, you know, there won't be this show. So I should be focusing on that. I shouldn't be, um, what's the word? I don't want to use any bad words, but um, trying to find a nicer word to, you know, describe where we're sort of uh, focusing on, on vanity metrics and, just being vain about the whole thing and not focusing more on business like I should and convert more clients and sell more and then get to that point where I'm really crushing it like I want to, at least to the $1,000 that I plan to get to, um, to the profitability that, you know, will be basic just to cover my basics, the bills and everything. And I'm not there yet. Uh, so, yeah. Next is doing the features that are being asked from my clients and being more on LinkedIn, being more on Medium, being more on Quora, maybe less on Twitter, even though I love Twitter. Uh, but it's not bringing the clients, the visits that are good fit for ClariTask. ClariTask users are on other channels and I should be on them more. I shouldn't be hanging out. You know, I'm in the position where I'm sort of metaphorically hanging out in my friend's basement looking for clients when I should be out in the street selling. Yeah, so a little bit frustrated as I started this. Sorry to be on the negative note, but yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. However, uh, last week I was thinking about something where um, 
you as a business we should create more of a um we should be the i'm trying to work out a metaphor here so we should be the flower and attract the bee um a flower that has a nectar that is promising for the bee to come in and invite other bees to come in and have plenty of nectar for everyone we shouldn't be a business that is always outreaching into places and going in people's faces and being annoying and that's just not good for the brand i don't care what anyone says you know cold emailing and all that is just ah it's not that great you know it's good to get feedback it just it's good to start a conversation but it's not it doesn't build a brand you know unless the email is sort of warm not the cold 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 one where people don't even know who you are if at least they have heard about your brand then it's okay but you're if you're an unknown you sound or i sound i should say myself i sound like one of those development shops that write you emails saying hey you know we can build apps and this and that and you should call us and you never do i don't know whoever calls them yeah so coincidentally my friend jace as i was thinking about the nectar and the flower analogy to a business my friend jace from mega maker club said this and this is really really good the best analogy i can come up with is that your customers are walking down a street if your app was standing on the side is it a lemonade stand does it look like a guy holding a sign asking for money how much are you asking for what are you saying to the person to get them to trust to give you what you're asking for so again what are you saying to the person to get them to trust you to give you what you're asking for yeah just um yeah this was brilliant and i don't know if jay's tweeted this but we were telling him he should tweet this so we can retweet it was really brilliant and yeah you, you know this is basically what i was thinking the previous week but i guess since we talk a lot in that group then you know maybe sort of our thoughts are are starting to align ah so yeah i've been doing some features um user uh user user usage no that's not right so daily activity is very good still good still holding strong um comments feedback are great um clients are requesting stuff additional stuff which i am working on not everything that they're asking um i have a client asking something along the lines of jira with sprints i'm not really sure if i should do that um it will complicate a lot of things uh in the in the sense of how claritask works now and there is a way for me to achieve that without cluttering the initial um user interface as it is right now so the way it would work is that if somebody wants to use sprints inside of a project it could be a little bit more discreet for those who don't want to use it and then for those who do it will be a thing they can add to their workflow um technically it will be it will take me a couple of well maybe like 3 weeks to achieve this i'm not sure if i want to be stuck doing that probably the best thing is to get to the 1000 per month that i need and then think about these things that i can you know do for them um it's a little tricky proposition the person that is asking uh for it is actually a good friend of mine and uh i'm really considering it and we'll see what happens with that um 
But on the other side, a lot of things, a lot of people say that, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't try to do all the features there are, which I agree with. Uh, but as a small business, I think one of the weapons that we have is fighting with features. We can do the features faster. We can do them maybe better because bigger companies, they have to shuffle around a few more things to get something going. The user base is so huge that they may end up pissing off everybody. Uh, in my case, I don't really have that fear. Um, everything I do, it will sound as a bonus and as something that, you know, me being on top of what I'm uh, offering. So fighting with features is one thing that I'm uh, really thinking about a lot. Uh, so uh, doing things that are better than Asana, better than Trello, better than Basecamp, better than these big, big, big guys that have millions of dollars and they're comfortable and they don't want to move to new places they're feeling safe. They're probably also scared it's to some extent to introduce new things and then, you know, stray away from their original offering. And I think Basecamp does that. I'm not saying they're scared. Maybe they are. Who knows? But I don't think they experiment a lot where they um, introduce new things. They, they're pretty risk-averse and they tend to sit on their laurels for quite a while until they have to move. That's what I feel about them. Um, the rest, they really have a huge base of users, so they don't really uh, need to go that way. But me as a small business, as a small person, one small one man show, I can do those things, and I should probably, which I'm also already doing uh, a bunch of stuff. The calendar is still in the works. I had to actually fix a few things in the app that were coming from as requests from current customers. So. I had to put that on hold for a couple of days, but I'll be back on it tomorrow or Tuesday. Um, I'm also been playing a lot of guitar. Uh, I used to play it as a kid, but I've been on and off with it. I'm not that amazing with it, but it sort of helps me, um, you know, let some steam off. And then just as I improvise with songs and chords, it just gets me away from everything. And it's good to forget once in a while what we do each day. You know, I don't want to think of myself as I'm doing this every day, every second of my life, which if I'm not doing anything else, this is what I think about. So it's all about clarity task, emails I have to write back, features I have to, to do, how far behind I am with my MRR, the goals that I have. And then it's really, really nice to get away from it all and just forget about what we do and just do something else completely, completely different. So guitar is helping me do that. And I'm, um, you know, I'm playing that quite a while quite a for i don't know maybe a couple of months now and uh recently i've been just you know getting a little bit more freer with it and just experimenting more so that's good yeah um in the beginning of this uh podcast i said that i'm adding one client a month and i'm not really happy with that i'm grateful that that is happening um i'm grateful that current users are very happy with claritask I'm not happy with uh, the slowness of uh, of the growth. And I am hoping that I will add two more clients by the end of this month. So at least I close June, which would be month five, with um, six clients. So six would be pretty decent, closer to 300 per month, depending on what they pay. If they're a big company, then you could jump a lot more. Since Claritask has plans, but also has... Um, per user sort of pricing 
where even if you pay for a plan, you have a limited number of users. And then if you want to expand, you can either upgrade to the next um, plan in line or you can upgrade per user. And then it just adds up at $3 per extra user. Um, this podcast is going great uh, as far as stats go. So um, let me see real quick uh, what my numbers look like. And they've jumped from 137 listens per episode uh on the last show that I um, recorded to, let's see, 1168, no, 66, 1166 listens divided by eight episodes. That's 145 listens per episode. I'm very happy about that, actually. 145 people, if it's people, if somebody's not listening to it twice, uh, even if they just start and don't finish, that's still a big room full of people listening to what I have to say. And I'm very grateful for that. I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in and asking me all these questions. Um, And I really appreciate that. It's been a really fun ride. This is episode 9. Next week I'll be on 10, which will be an amazing milestone. So that's really good. And let me see how many subscribers I have. So subscriber number is at 41. This is really good. So episode 8, 41 subscribers. Um... I guess five subscribers per episode I keep adding. And by episode 10, probably I'll have close to 50, which is really good. Um, Listens are still coming from uh, U.S. mostly, uh, 54%. And then the rest are Americas in general, Europe, um, uh, Asia. China, we can't really, we don't know because they probably go through VPN with everything. So you never know. Um, But yeah. That's it for this week. Um, I will talk to you next week. So as I just wrapped my recording and exported the file to upload on Transistor, the host that um, I use to host all my podcasts, I received a tweet from my friend Tony Denke uh, who says, um, what are your tips or tricks to staying consistent? And in all honesty, Tony, I wish I was a little bit more consistent than I am currently. Uh, But a few things that I do is that I have um, a few major pillars, if I can say that. So one is code. um, The other one is uh, outreach. And third one is health. And uh, I try to keep all three of these uh, going. Um, I don't really have a strict uh, schedule because if I do have a schedule, then um, that sort of kills me in the long run. And I want to always break free from that. So I have them sort of in the back of my mind and I know that if uh, I don't stay or try to stay a bit healthy with a little bit of running, a little bit of gym, a little bit of eating nice, then I know that I will suffer in the other areas. So I try to get that out of the way at least three times a week uh, with a combo of, like I said, running, a little bit of bike, uh, some weightlifting, and just trying to eat healthy. Uh, Not crazy about the eating habits either just try to avoid some of the bad stuff and try to be really good with uh with some more nutritious food that i can get um the reason why i'm stressing the health part is because uh the only way i i work better is if i'm feeling at at least um 80 70 80 percent you know and the days that i feel 100 percent with my concentration and everything then those days are amazing but you know there are a few of those as well 
Um, also, I think what's keeping me consistent is the goal that I've set for myself to uh, reach uh, first the 1,000 per month and then more. And I think for not having any other options, as far as my career goes or other products or jobs or anything like that, so Claritask is my only option. It's sort of, I have sort of this um, uh, rush, I guess, that I try to maintain and I go crazy about it, but having that one thing, I think it forces me to really be on top of my game as, as much as I can. And just deliver code, reply to emails, um, do the outreach, and hopefully I can do a bit more, as I said in this podcast, that I'm not, I don't feel I'm doing enough uh, to the point where my uh, target audience is, and I need to waste, um, I need to stop wasting a precious time in doing some stuff that are uh, basically vanity at this point, and I should be doing more um, that are real business, you know, going to where my clients are, etc. So yeah, um, I would say the thing, the most, the biggest thing that keeps me consistent is uh, trying to stay healthy. And when I'm healthy, when I'm eating right, when I'm working out, uh, when I feel uh, like I'm getting enough sleep, then everything else flows. And then also having this only one option that I feel I have to make, um, make it come true, it keeps me on my toes to really be vigilant with my time and just try to deliver what I have set out to deliver. So, yeah, hopefully that helps. But I really like this question, you know. I, I try to stress it out with other people, all my friends that I meet uh, that are struggling. I try to share this part that helps me, you know, trying to stay healthy. And then that health, um, those healthy habits sort of um, affecting everything else I do. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I hope I answered it for you. All right, thanks, Tony, and I will talk to you soon.